Canada HR News on February 26, 2024. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about union negotiations of the Common Front in Quebec and teachers in Saskatchewan, challenging situation in the restaurant industry, preparation for the wild season in Alberta, and other topics. To get the latest HR updates, follow us on X at News and LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast. Members of Quebec's Common Front Union have voted 75% in favor of the agreement in principle with the Quebec government. The Common Front represents 420,000 members in health and education. The new contract which will run from April 1, 2023 to March 31, 2028, provides for increases of 17.4% over five years. In addition, there is an inflation protection clause of up to 1% for the last three years of the collective agreement. CTV News Montreal reports that despite its nearly 75% approval rate, Laurie Newton President of the Montreal Teachers Association, says the agreement doesn't encompass all the essential aspects. Some members believe that although the salary increase is one of the best they saw in years, it is still not enough and only covers the cost of inflation. Saskatchewan's Teacher Federation gave notice of one-day job actions that will include rotating strike, withdrawal of noon-hour supervision, and withdrawal of extracurricular activities. These job actions will take place on Tuesday, February 27, at locations throughout the province. Teachers will not report to school and will not perform any teaching-related duties on the day of a strike. Withdrawal of noon-hour supervision means STF members will not be available to supervise students who are eating lunch at school or taking part in noon-hour activities. STF would like to address class size, complexity, classroom violence, and supports for students in collective bargaining agreements for teachers. They stated they would not accept a new agreement unless it speaks to these items. CTV News reports that Saskatchewan teachers and the province have been at odds since initial negotiations began in May 2023. The province has said it feels it is not appropriate to discuss teachers' two biggest issues, which is classroom size and complexity, at the bargaining table. Instead, the provincial government says those issues brought forward by the teachers are being taken care of via pilot projects and through funding. Both sides have accused the other of not showing up to the bargaining table. Both sides also say they are willing and ready to resume negotiations. In Newfoundland and Labrador, Teachers Think Tank delivers new initiatives to improve recruitment and retention of teachers in the province. The provincial government has agreed to provide a $450,000 grant to the province's Teachers Association to expand mental health supports and initiatives for teachers. 
These initiatives include provision of additional 125 hours per day of student assistant hours in English public schools for the remainder of this school year to support student needs, and an assignment of an additional two floating teacher positions within rural schools to ensure coverage during teacher absences. Furthermore, beginning in the 2024-25 school year, one professional learning day per school year will be added to focus on mental health issues affecting teachers. This will continue for the next three school years. More than 2,200 teachers and administrators in the province completed an online questionnaire related to recruitment and retention, which informed the topics discussed at the teachers' think tank. The restaurant industry is preparing for a tough first half of 2024, according to the Conference Board of Canada. The economy's lackluster performance in the second half of 2023 will spill over into the first months of 2024, with minimal growth expected. New data from Restaurants Canada reveals that 62% of restaurants are operating at a loss or barely breaking even, which is worse than July 2023, when it stood at 53%, and it was only at 10% pre-pandemic. This alarming statistic underscores the immense pressure on the industry. It also leads to an upsurge in closures in 2023, with bankruptcies up 44 percent, the highest annual figure in a decade. One of the main factors driving this difficult environment is weak sales, which are expected to persist in the winter-spring of 2024. As consumers continue to monitor their discretionary spending, the food service sector bears the brunt. Disposable income is a critical factor influencing food service sales, as customers tend to dine out more frequently when they have greater financial flexibility. Still, after four years of hardships, there may be light at the end of the tunnel. The Conference Board of Canada is forecasting that the industry could see a more robust economic growth. In the next year, BMO's annual retirement survey reveals that millennials believe they will need about 2.1 million dollars to retire, which is the highest among all adult generations. The study also indicates that for the second consecutive year, Canadians overall believe they need about 1.7 million in retirement. Men estimate, on average, they need 2 million to retire, while women believe they need 1.3 million in retirement. Two thirds of male respondents are confident they will have enough money to retire as planned, and over half of women are confident they will be able to reach their retirement goals. The survey found RRSP registered retirement savings plan values have fallen from higher levels over the previous two years. The average amount held nationally fell 28 percent to $113,000 in 2023, compared to $144,000 in 2022. Despite the decline, total account holdings are in line with historical averages, with a notable increase in retirement savings reported during the COVID-19 pandemic. Music
CBC reports that dozens of contractors are looking to volunteer in the firefight as Alberta's wildfire season kicks off. The fire departments in some communities are hosting information sessions for volunteer contractors, such as construction workers, water haulers, and heavy equipment operators who want to lend a hand if the season becomes difficult. Last year, 2.2 million hectares burned in Alberta, the worst in the province's history, forcing tens of thousands of people from their homes. Some residents were out of their homes for nearly two weeks. That fire season started early, and fire crews were quickly overwhelmed. Many Albertans chose to stay behind to defend their properties. Last week, Alberta Forestry Minister said the province is gearing up and staffing up for what could happen this spring. It will continue to use nighttime firefighting helicopters, bringing fire and ATV bands sooner, and, pending approval in the provincial budget, will try to add 100 firefighters to the front lines. Alberta's government plans to invest an additional $24 million per year over the next three years to create 3,200 apprenticeship seats at 11 post-secondary institutions across the province. The Canadian Apprenticeship Forum estimates that Canada will face a gap of more than 60,000 registered apprentices by 2025. Eleven post-secondary institutions deliver apprenticeship training in Alberta and all of them will receive a portion of the apprenticeship learning grant for the academic year. And this was Canada HR News. If you enjoyed this episode, follow us to stay up to date and leave us a rating in Apple Podcasts or in your other favorite podcast platform. For more information on the topics discussed today, See the episode description and connect with us on X at CAD HR News and LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.